Hi, I'm Archit. And I'm Shirin. And welcome to Getting Lost with Archit and Shirin, a podcast where two amateur cooks, if you say so, talk about all things food, from ingredients, recipes, techniques, and lessons from our trials in the kitchen. Every episode, Shirin, our producer Natasha, and I will do a deep dive into one singular topic and talk about literally everything we know. So, what are we talking about today, Archer? Today, we're talking about dips. Are we too old for dips? What are our go-to recipes? And of course, figure out the favorite vehicles, aka chips, to eat with each dip. So, let's get started. Let's never call chips vehicles again, please. But okay, fine, we can get started. Um. On your little point about are we too old for chips? I mean, is there such a thing as too old for chips? I don't know, because while a lot of people who are older than us would never really be like, oh, let's do chips and dip. When you do put chips and dip out in front of them, like for example, my dad, they will squirrel through them and I know, yeah. be gone in like ten seconds flat, and then you're just like, wait a minute, what am I supposed to eat now? So. <laughs> I feel like ours is the generation that can add like this level of evergreen or like timelessness to chips and dip, and we should be the ones to take it with us into our forties and our fifties and our sixties and really own it. Uh, yeah, I think one year buying dip is such a interesting like no no, but like you know if you think about it like chips in in general as you grow chips also grow with you in many ways and like what they signify like I think as a child. Um, I would have chips as oh like you know feeling very hungry kind of a thing like doing like a little bit of like oh I, I mean I don't want to eat anything else let's just have chips right and then um you go into like the birthday birthday parties situation where mm-hmm. you know most parents would just like put chips in front of you as and while you're watching a movie or having a sleepover and and, and you're done with like snack over like that and like maybe like sea crawl or something like that yeah oh my god I want to sea crawl. <laughs> right and then as you get older chips also become like oh like bar snack and and like that becomes like the go to bar snack and um you almost like fill yourself up with chips before you even get to dinner and you have those kind of nights as well so it's so interesting like i think as you get older the chip may remain the same but like the way that we utilize it um becomes yeah. very unique um i was actually throwing a party a few weeks ago and I was just like, do I, do I, am I okay with just serving chips and dips as, you know, the snack? And hmm. it took me a while to just figure out, okay, mm, I don't know, um, maybe, maybe not. But then, I mean, I got there eventually. And uh, yes, there were chips and dip, but there were other things as well. And I think towards, which, which brings me to my point that, as you said, your chips may stay the same, but your journey evolves Maybe we yeah. should split today's episode into three parts where we first talk about like the basics, the classics. Then we talk about, oh, what did you do in your mid-twenties? Then we can go into when you're hosting and like when you, you know, it's a special occasion. What do you do with chips and dip? Because like for me, a party would be incomplete without chips and dip. But at the same yeah. time, you do it differently at different stages of your life. I I agree. I love that concept of like breaking it down. When I think of classic dips, I think of like the yogurt dip. You know, the the he dip that is. Uh, I think everyone has one at home, and each household probably makes it differently. Yeah. Um, I, I'll tell you like mine. So mine's like we do like hunkered, and then we add, um, like we do like really like finely chopped onion, garlic, and tomato. I know you don't like you. 
but still you've had that and you've been you've devoured it as well so I, I... no but i chose not to eat the tomatoes <laughs> yeah so 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 that's like the the classic dip that we have we have those like veggies in it we do we also like put in like a, just a hit of tabasco which mm. i know like natasha doesn't like but i really enjoy it just because mm. it adds both like acidity as well as some flavor and and then you just eat it with like a very neutral like chip like i think honestly any chip will work with it but like a neutral like a green lays or a uh, or like the classic salted lays i think those no. go well with it no i i mean i i understand that classic salted works really well with lots of different chips sorry dips yeah. but honestly if someone buys classic salted for me it's a red flag i'm just like what are you hiding <laughs> what whom did you kill and what are you trying to do because those chips are so i mean they salted they make me very suspicious honestly who just voluntarily buys classic salted chips unless they are wafers you know like the 90s style party chips which you still get by the way uh i mean i agree I, i'm not a big fan of it but i i understand why it's such a great vehicle for dips oh god <laughs> okay but um but okay so that's like your classic do you have a classic or do you want to talk about like a mid 20 like I have a classic. I'm not that old yet. Very similar but minus the veggies. There's no like good girl stuff happening here. There's just lots of garlic, hung curd, some salt, thank you very much, some pepper, tabasco, or a teaspoon of barbecue sauce and you just mix it in. And for me, like whisking it together is super fun because like with hung curd, first you have those tiny little lumps and bumps and then you just like put it in a really cute container and maybe throw some crumbs on top or some basil on top or some mint leaves on top and it just looks really exciting so for me that's fun uh, but what i have tried and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't is adding cucumber with cucumber you're you're actually like very close to making a tzatziki because then you just need like mint and oh, maybe no no i'm sorry does that mean i can't eat it with my chips no no i'm just saying that it's actually like a very popular like greek recipe in many yes. ways and with cucumber like i i i think it tastes really good but it it's not like the the best like um like a chip chip and dip it's more of like a let me smear this on like a pita and mm-hmm. chicken okay. i think okay. that is really good let me take you forward though hmm. when you talk about smearing let me take you forward to mid 20s which is and this is like you know an experiment that i did and it worked out really well and now it's a thing it's the hot cheese dip so think okay. uh think winter brunch where you're sitting mm. in you know a garden or a park with your friends or um you know evenings having mulled wine or something like that and you're just like i don't want anything cold around me right now because it gets really cold in delhi at least this dip is basically like pizza without the dough what you essentially do is grab any soft cheese and that basically means like not a mozzarella but maybe like a cream cheese um and then you mix in your usual like namak masala all of that stuff and you put it um in a you know little baking pan which is greased with olive oil and mm. then on top you put lots of bread crumbs and then at 160 degrees for 20 minutes you put it in the oven and it gets all golden brown bubbly super hot and then you can serve it on the side with like mushrooms and toast or bruschetta or whatever and like people can literally just dip 
stuff. It's almost like a fondue, but not a fondue. It um, it's almost like a a mac and cheese without the macaroni. <laughs> yeah, it's pizza without the dough. It's a mac and cheese without the mac. It's basically cheese, guys. It's, it's just cheese. cheese. You could also like make uh, changes to like the crumb, like you can do like a panko or like a flavored crumb in some way. Even yeah. that would like just elevate it. It would be very yeah. cool. And the pepperoni would work so well. But you can also do jalapenos. I like this. We we need to put this on the blog. I think it's a great recipe. I think I wrote it down for you once. Uh, now that I have relived my mid twenties and the glory of the hot cheese dip, um, I'm gonna throw the ball back to you. What do you do for a grown up sitch? And I ask you this not because you're grown up, but a because you hang out a lot with grown ups, and b because you're like all into making things look great, which I think is is a very important component of getting it right with the grown ups. Overall, I think one of the things that has become very like popular with grown-ups is like doing something which is more focused on like a charcuterie. So like have multiple elements to the to the dish, um, yes. to the way that you serve something. And charcuterie is not the best example because it actually means like meat dish, but it it doesn't have to be right. And a lot of the uh, like a lot of like place plate settings have been very focused on like different kinds of the same sauce so like a hummus but done four ways or something like that mm-hmm. or interesting so basically you're saying Archit, if if i may interrupt you you're saying that you may invest a little more time in making you know stuff like for this adult gathering oh, yeah, sure. but yeah. even if it's like four of the same thing but in different variations that's cool that's awesome yeah. I like that. I like that lazy girl hack. Lazy girl hack, and I think like hummus. Uh, there are so many different ways to do hummus, right? Like the, there's that 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 classic and the the good hacks that I've learned along the way. One of them actually is something that you also brought up was the fact that you should add um, ice cubes to your hummus. It'll just emulsify things better. Um, and then the second is that uh, this was this came from like Natasha's cousin who lives in Dubai, who said that you should definitely add some yogurt. For that tang, and I was like, okay, that's really interesting. I, I never thought of like adding it, but oh. um, that's like one of the things that um, I learned. Hang and on. then, uh, yeah. hang on, hang on, hang on. Is it yogurt, like general yogurt, or hunkard? Greek uh, yogurt doesn't matter. I mean, you're adding a lot of water anyway. It'll, it'll emulsify, mm-hmm. but you can do either one. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the goal is to just add tang, um, and uh, then the other thing that we learned along the way is that you can do like different kinds of hummus and like different different ingredients so of course there's like the the whole like obvious oh let's put beetroot and make it a different color or something like that mm-hmm. but we can also add like different beans right so hummus is basically mm-hmm. a chickpea base but you can also do like a rajma base um, or a broad bean base which is lobia which isn't the most <laughs> exciting thing but yeah. um but it, it does make for a good dip and like the rest of the world actually uses lentils very differently than we do so lentils and beans so um so there's definitely like lots of opportunities to kind of diversify um, the way that you do hummus and still call it hummus i guess interesting and what do you serve this with because i'm not a kind of person who's going to eat chips with hummus unless i have to unless like it's the end of the night and i have no options but i mean Sure, you'll do your gajar and your kira on the side and stuff. But what about yeah. like what is the chip achit? You mean the vehicle, the vehicle of the vehicle. Fine. <laughs> so, so multiple things, right? But like one of a couple of them that are really interesting. One is that you can make like pita chips, which can be done by hand, but 
one recipe that like Natasha's mom does really good um or really well sorry she gets like home like uh, store bought like pita and then makes them cuts them into triangles and uses an air fryer to fry them off and it tastes <gasps> so good it's so good yeah. and like you could put like zatar on top and, and like some mm. other like seasoning it feels like it's made at home end to end because in many ways it is the second thing is you can make a cracker by hand if you like those are a little painful but we do that in our house so like in our house we we have uh, this is like my mom's recipe which is uh, you do like um, half and half of like all purpose flour and besan and you mix the dough <laughs> you add certain like <laughs> because of my dog you're laughing <laughs> i'm laughing because my kid's dog is besan <laughs> So you you do you add those two flours you add a uh, cheddar cheese so that's what it makes it gives it like a little flavor um and then we add some like seeds so like a sesame or a flax seed um and then you just like roll it out really thin um bake it off with serrations you create like very like minute dents into the dough when you when you're like rolling it out um and then you bake it off at like 200 celsius for about 15 minutes and it just it it's by far one of the like the best chips to have and they store amazingly well uh, but yeah they're they're a, they're a pain to make sometimes because you have to make them by hand yeah but if you're doing like a big ass party i mean you're already under so much stress and already in so much yeah. pain um so i mean if you want to do the air fryer thing i think that's the smarter way to go about it but if you want like bragging rights i think making your own crackers could be a good one like it could be super fun because Then Sunny, everyone's like, "Hmm, I can tell it's made at home," yeah. and it's just a great conversation starter in my ah. It will crack the ice. Get it? <laughs> you need like a sound, like a sound effect, like "bottom psh" after that. Yeah, that's really predictable. I'd appreciate something a little more custom. Thank you. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so my takeaway from this is that if you're doing like a fancy party or a special occasion or basically something with the grown-ups, then you're going to manage your resources in a way that allows you to be creative with a simple base so i think that's fun because like even though things may taste very similar i think the visual appeal of lots of different colors or different textures or even just like different garnishes is is a good one for a party so fun tip thank you so i think that's a great learning i think one other learning that i got was that I mean I knew about this in many ways but it's been reiterated very strongly by you Sharon which is that everyone loves cheese and yes. this is like your your hot cheese dip is actually like honestly such a smart way to kind of celebrate cheese <laughs> and I think it'll be a hit anywhere right so I think that's a that's a really great tip and I think I should make it and and put it up on the blog with full uh you know attribution to you Thank you. I'm excited. Okay, so we'll take a break and then when we come back we're going to do some rankings of our favorite vehicles of dip and and some other things that we've been um, you know reading about dips. So welcome back. We are now going to do a little bit of like a rank of our own like personal favorite chips. Um so I'll I'll set the context here in for you. So we we'll have five uh options. You'll give me like a uh, rank five of your top chips. um 1 2 3 4 5 so like best okay. to worst um mm-hmm. i'm not giving options you have to just tell me what they mm-hmm. are um and they should be available in india they can't be like oh like i went to like germany and i had this and It's now fine. i'm going to i'm not going to do that anyway okay fine i can do this sure. five types of chips 
last within this but still within my top 5 is you know those kettle chips there's right, this flavor yeah. of um sour cream and jalapeno oh my god they are so good so if if anyone wants like a simpler well not simpler but like a thinner and less like lays type chip and they want it to be like dip friendly that's a really good option and honestly don't be crazy don't get salted classic salted whatever get those They're mild, they're chill, and uh, they're delicious. They're so good. Mm. Fuck, I want chips now, man. They're so oily, also, but I, I, I like them. But I feel like they're so heavy. But um, that's a good, that's a good option. You have, you have had some good names. So I made yeah. my list. Get ready. Oh, I'm ready. Okay, so, <laughs> so my first one's the the green lays. So the sour cream and onion. I think sour cream and onion overall is like my by by far my favorite yeah. flavor. really problematic but okay i hmm. know I, i really like that um do you not like them because it has that onion flavor in it no i just i i don't like the way my mouth feels after i eat them does that make any sense uh yeah though no, that makes sense um the second one is like your like what you said the same one which is the um the orange lays um the third one is and i don't know if i still like them but i used to like them the cornitos um like nachos the the mm. ones that are like jalapeno flavor i think those are really yeah. really good okay the That's the fourth one was something that i used to have a lot when i was like working at um in office back in 2018 and 19 which was two yums veggie sticks those are damn good if you haven't had them oh, yeah. they're really good i've had them they are good and those yeah. would be fun to serve at a party as well because everyone would be like oh what's that Yeah, it's a different shape and everything. I I don't know how well they'll do with dip because they're just made differently, but they're really nice. Yeah, but also remember Ajit the other day when we saw those chips like rajma chips. That was so right. strange. I right, don't know why right, I'm making right. this up right now in the middle of your <laughs> list, but I'm just saying there are some weird chips out there, guys. Oh yeah, for out. sure, for sure. Um mm. and then the final one that I um That's a fairly like new entrant to uh, Natasha and I have f- found these and they're uh, Natasha actually found these but they're they're really interesting so it's called um and multiple companies are making it 
but Unibic makes this like um, chip, which I don't remember its name. I think it's called like Cracker um, or something like that. And Natasha, if you remember the name, like put it on chat so I can say it out loud. But basically they're... Um, they're like Pringles in many ways, um, but um, but uh, they they come in like in, in they're they're packaged like biscuits, so you can actually make canapes out of them. So you can put things on it. They're flavored. They're made out of potato, um, but they so they're like in a very interesting like space uh, between a chip and like a biscuit in many ways, and they're damn good. And they have all these different kinds of flavors, um, and uh, yeah. That's it. Right now, <laughs> no thinking about those little Monaco treats we used to make as kids. Yum. Yeah, yeah, yes. Do you remember that? Um, there used to be like this Asian company that used to make these like rice crackers that everyone used to eat at some point. No. Okay. Well, they look like those. But Natasha okay, just told me they're though. called they're called snappers. So Unibic snappers. They're damn good, and um, they're available on like Swiggy and Zepto and and stuff like that. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much, Ajit. Your list was actually very interesting and I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm just like not a big fan of masala. That's the only thing I realized. Yeah, I know. I mean, anyone can say that after looking at you because you're so boring. Just kidding. Absolutely. Just kidding. But thanks so much. This has been super fun and now I really, really, really want chips. So I think maybe we should call it a day. Um, I'm going to do my best after this to not eat chips so because I'm going out for dinner and like three hours and uh, I really want to be able to eat dinner and not have filled up on chips but my god I can't stop thinking about chips and I honestly wish that upon any and everyone who has reached this point in the episode because you guys if I'm gonna suffer you're gonna suffer with me and this, that's just how the way the world works Shouldn't, you can uh, you can take the middle path and go find some snappers they're fabulous and you <laughs> feel like they're eating biscuit it's fine you can just be like I'm having this with my tea or coffee today that's it Okay, fine. I'll go look for snappers on Swiggy or Zepto or whatever. <laughs> Alright, so that brings us to the end of our episode. Thank you so much for staying all this while. We're, we'll be trying and chugging along and making more content out for you. And of course, you can follow the blog as well as the podcast on Instagram at at the rate Ajit Lost. See you. Bye. This episode of Getting Lost with Archit and Shirin is written and conceptualized by Shirin Rai Gupta and Archit Agarwal. It's produced and edited by Natasha Rati Kapoor.